Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari. Happy Tuesday. I always start the show off like that. And I'm wondering why I do that, actually. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) happy Tuesday. And today we are going to be talking all about getting your day started on the right foot energetically. And I know this might not seem like the sexiest of topics, but it should be because how you start your day really does influence how the rest of it flows. And a lot of us wake up and feel kind of like, oh, God, especially from Sundays to Mondays. I think that I was... um, when I was coming up with the topic for this show, it actually had come to me a couple of days prior to me writing it, but when I was thinking about the topic for the show, I was um I it, it, it I was I was dreading Monday. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, you can't dread Monday. You have to create Monday, you know, and you have to kind of re re kind of pull yourself back in and just focus and center and choose. Choose how you want your Monday to go as opposed to just let it rip shot all over, you know. So um, when you're going through a lot of transition, I know for me career-wise it's transitioning quite a bit. There's a tremendous amount of um, content creation, you know, creating new programs and being asked to do, um, you know, interviews and things like that, telesummit interviews which require you to, you know, create all these crazy big packages of, of content and stuff. And then there's still kind of the normal stuff like clients and the radio show and that kind of thing. And so, um, and then there's all the new stuff on the horizon so that you're kind of developing and building and, and all that. And so there's a lot of pulls in a lot of different directions. And when you're energetically sensitive, which I know most of you listening to the show are, um, you start having, you, you start asking for change and that change starts to load in what happens is you have your energy going um, in a few different directions. You've got kind of the old habitual energies. Then you've got the budding new, you know, energies. Then you've got kind of those inspirational things that are popping off and saying, oh, you could do this. Oh, why don't you do that? Oh, and then somebody suggests something or somebody wants something from you, blah, blah. And then you've got um, another layer, too, because when you when you do start to expand, um, you know, writing a book or speaking more or just getting, you know, even even if you're working in a, in a job, you know, getting on a bigger team or getting a promotion, what happens is you have more people who are leaning into you energetically as well. So, um, yeah, it was funny. I got an um, email from somebody in, in London, in the U.K. actually, who found my book in their local library, which was actually very cool to me because it didn't even dawn on me that the book would even be in libraries. <laughs> you know, like it just... It never crossed my mind. 
And um, that's the good thing about being published traditionally versus self-published because um, it does make its way around, you know, when you have good, good distribution, it is definitely making its way around all the bookstores and libraries and places I, I just never really gave much thought to. But anyway, when I got that email, which was lovely um, from that person, um, it, it hit me, you know, and, I, and I've gotten many emails from various parts of the world in the, you know, in the U.S. and text messages and, you know, Skypes and all kinds of things. And um, and it hit me how many people are sort of tapping into the energy of the book. So they're tapping also into my energy because they're, you know, taking in the story and they're thinking about it and they're finding on Facebook and coming to the shows and all that. And so that's more frequencies that are now interacting together. So, yes, you can get pretty complex in the amount of energy that you're navigating. And then on top of that, I happen to have a pretty big following on social media following on Facebook, and it's very, very active right now with all the election stuff. And so there's this sort of ebb and flow of, and I don't know if you're going through this, but like, you know, I, I'm doing fine. And, you know, I go my beach walk, I do my thing, and then I hit Facebook, and it's like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like hitting head first into a brick wall. And, you know, it's kind of like you want to shut it off because you know what it does to your frequency, you know what it does to your vibration. It just, makes you sick, you know, like just sort of, you know, there's just, just, it just, just collapses any, you know, good energy. But at the same time, you don't want to miss something. And then at the same time, you know, somebody rumples your feathers and you just want to go for the blood or block them or whatever. And so it, there's a lot of spin. There's a lot of spin right now. So it's really important for us to all take a deep breath, and I think that's one of the reasons why the guides and angels and powers that be um, sort of brought this up to me. And I was going to, I actually wasn't even going to do a show today. I was going to take a break. But I just heard, no, I don't take a break. Do this, do this show. Because, I'll, you know, a lot, most of the time I'm channeling the show and I'm getting all kinds of information that actually helps me too. So that, you know, it was a good thing to, to do it. So what I wanted to give you was a few um, tips and tools for how to create your day, how to program your day to kind of go in the direction that you desire with energy. And this is a great tool to have. You know, it's something that a lot of people ignore and um, and they just let their day go kind of berserk, starting with, you know, you open your eyes and when you recognize, remember who you are, like, okay, where am I? Okay, what am I? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm me. All right. And, you know, you go into the bathroom and you kind of look at yourself like, okay, yeah, you kind of reorient, right? You reorient from sleep time into your waking state and you start to just go through, okay, what problems do I have to deal with today? Like, how stressed out am I going to be? And a lot of times, you know, we have kids, we have you know, pets that have to be taken care of, we have demands before we even get out of bed. And if you're like me, one of my worst vices and I'm admitting it publicly to tens of thousands of people, <laughs> my worst vices, worst, 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 I don't do this, but I'm sure most of you do, is to read Facebook when I open my eyes laying in bed. You know, read your emails and reading Facebook. If you want to tank your day quickly, <laughs> get on Facebook and, and, and your emails before you even lift your head up off the pillow. Because I always have the phone next to me and... You know, because I've listened to music or I've listened to guided meditations or, 
you know, and I have my journal and all that. And then that phone, you know, and then people are on the East Coast. My family's on the East Coast. So they, they're doing their, their family text, group texting and everything. I put them on Do Not Disturb because it's ridiculous. I mean, they're all talking, at, you know, what for me is 6 o'clock in the morning. They're all, you know, a lot of times a flurry of conversation. So there can be a lot of activity before you even lift your head up off the pillow. You know, and every time you go, you do that to yourself without preparing yourself for your day and without taking hold of that energy first. What you do is you set yourself on a course. It's kind of like putting a canoe in the river and, you know, and and, and dropping the oars before and just letting yourself sail, (laughs) you know, and the river just takes you, you know. And there's no way to turn because you don't have the oars and because you, you left them on the bank because you just let the thing just sort of carry you away. So um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some interventions. We're going to talk about how to start off on the right foot and, and get things moving. Uh, before I do that, I want to let you know that if you'd like to call in for uh, to talk to me today, I already see the... Call lines are loading up with Sam. Sam's answering these lines up, seeing who people are already having questions. Um, the number to call in is three four seven two one five nine four eight five. It's three four seven two one five nine four eight five. And um, just a couple of quick announcements. The first being that we are doing. I do um, have a round of readings that I've booked in my calendar, so we have a couple of those left. Um, I will be doing a couple of major telesummits, so um, I'm not going to be doing uh, readings all that much, this, at least for the first half of this year. So they are discounted from what they normally would be. So um, there's, I don't know what the schedule is. I think maybe there's four left, four Three to somewhere between three and five left. So if you'd like to get a reading, you can go on the website aha moment the aha way dot com. So t h e a h a w a y dot com, and just click on the readings tab, and you'll see. Um, if you click on the, you know, the buy now button, you can register, and you'll get all the information and the schedule and whatnot. So, but um, yeah, I'm going to be doing some traveling and you know a lot of shows and things and. So this is, I'm trying to, you know, block these out. Um, so if you'd like one, please, please, by all means, grab one. And um, we're going to probably shut down the registration for those in the next two days or so. So please do it sooner than later if you'd like to talk with me. Um, okay. And also, no, I think that's it. I think that's it for announcements. I'm going to move on to the content because I see we have a lot of callers coming in today. So, okay. Um, all right, so let's get back to this content and let's talk about this setting your day up for energetic success, for physical success with energetic means, that's it. Physical, how to have physical success in your world on a day-to-day basis with your energetic engines turned on and you're consciously creating your day. And this is exciting because... Um, you have so much more control over it than you think. And you don't need to be perfect. And I want to make a very big distinction. We're not saying that you 
are going to eliminate challenges, that you are going to achieve a perfect state of perfection, or that, you know, you can sort of orchestrate you know, this perfectly happy, light, joyful time every single minute of the day. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is creating a skill set for yourself so that you are strong and powerful and you can right yourself if you feel tipped in any which direction that does not feel good to you and you can accelerate yourself when it does feel good. And so it's kind of like if you're walking down the street, you know, down the neighborhood street and um, I, I remember when I was a little kid and I would roller skate you know, you roller skate down the sidewalk back in those days when you were outside, not in front of games and gaming machines and stuff. You would pay very close attention to how level the sidewalk was because if you didn't, you could fall off and, you know, you could you could fall off, fall off, <laughs> off your feet, right? So you would notice, is, the, is there a tree trunk, tree roots that have grown under the, Sidewalk, so that you're going to be going up a little thing and down a little thing. Um, is it is it pebbly? Is it smooth? You know, maybe you would go to your school and skate on the blacktop so you could get smooth, you know, kind of a smooth surface to to play on. And so, what we're talking about. But if you did hit a bump on the sidewalk, you had to put your hands out, or you would use the little rubber stops on the front. Um, of your skates to sort of right yourself, right? But you didn't expect that that was from the time you left your house to the time you went around the block on the skates that you were going to have a completely smooth, easy ride all the way. But you knew that you had some sort of toolkit, um, you know, some sort of tools to, to right yourself if you were going to fall. And, then, and you know, worse from the worst, if you were going down, you try to throw yourself onto the neighbor's lawn so you don't land on concrete, right? So, you know, I mean, silly analogy, but that's what came up in my head, so I said it. And here's the thing. What you want to do with your world is recognize that point of that analogy is that so you recognize that you don't have um, to be perfect, that the road is going to have its ups, its downs, its tree trunk roots in the way, and you're going to still have to roll over them or step over them. And if you do go down, you want to fall on something soft, right? So if you're doing this kind of work and, you know, something kind of sideswipes you a bit, you don't land as hard because you'll say, you know what, I just I just wallowed in something and that just, that sucked, <laughs> you know? It's just, ugh. But, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull myself up by the bootstraps here and I'm just going to make a choice not to wallow in this. I'm going to make a choice to shift my focus. I'm going to make a choice to go in a different direction today. I'm going to make a choice to allow something bigger to come into my own personal experience today. I'm going to make a choice to do some sort of practice, ritual, uh, and by ritual I mean, you know, habitual activity. I don't mean necessarily, you know, voodoo rituals or anything like that, um, but some sort of activity that makes that I know makes me feel good, that, that rights me on my feet. And so that's called, when you're able to do that, that's called energetic empowerment because then you start to recognize that you're creating your own day and you're making, you're creating your day not by controlling how circumstances, which circumstances come to you and which they don't, which ones don't, but 
by controlling how you choose to react to them and how you recover from them when maybe, you know, it, it, it just doesn't feel good, right? So um, the first thing is all of the successful people out there, and I've done some research on this because of, you know, being an entrepreneur and working by yourself all the time, you, can't, you don't have coworkers. And so you don't have a couple of things. You're missing a couple of things when you're an entrepreneur. One, when you don't have coworkers, you don't have competition in the same way, right? Because like when you're um, in uh, in in a, in a work environment, a lot of times your you know your coworkers and one person's doing this, and then you want that bonus, so you're doing that, and you know there's this kind of back and forth type of thing. And then there the other issue is. Um, there's an isolation factor because you're inside a lot and you're kind of working in your own bubble. And so um, with all of that, you start to look for, um, you, you start to need ways to rev yourself up. So when I was looking and researching on, on what people do to rev themselves up, one of the things that most of the successful people do, which things like people like the Oprahs and the Richard Bransons and the Deepak Chopras and the Marianne Williamsons, and these people who are really, really hyper-successful, um, really making big contributions, these people um, generally are doing, have a morning ritual. They, and when I say ritual, meaning they have a morning uh, uh, system of habits that they have created, habit, habitual behaviors that they have created that they follow on a daily basis. And most of them include, Wayne Dyer was also a big one for this, um, most of them include some sort of meditation, some sort of visioning to create your day, some sort of exercise, and some sort of food or um, supplement type supplement, you know, vitamin supplementation, um, and some sort of food regimen. Like I know for myself, I will under no circumstances start my day off with sugar. Uh, in fact, I've given up sugar for the most part, um, unless it's sort of hidden in something, you know, a little dab here, a little dab there. But sugar is off the table. When you start your day off with sugar, you really set yourself up for, a, you know, your your blood sugar going crazy. And that, your blood sugar supersedes all this energy stuff because if your blood sugar is off, you start to misidentify what's an energetic hit, like an intuitive hit, letting you know, okay, that's not good, or okay, that is good, or, you know, and, and, and also... Um, because you, your blood sugar makes you feel anxious. If your blood sugar is off, it makes you feel either hyper-tired or super anxious. And both of those can be misread intuitively. You might misread something. when you, If your blood sugar is off and you're feeling anxious, you might misperceive you, that it's your intuition telling you something's going to go wrong when it actually has nothing to do with your intuition. It has to do with your physiology. The same thing, agitated. You know, if you have low blood blood sugar and you're feeling agitated, if you happen to have high blood sugar and you're feeling dizzy or woozy or, you know, like you just can't wake up or, you know, those types of things, I, I highly suggest that you get yourself, you make sure that your physiology is, is on point and that you're taking care of yourself and you're starting your day off without spiking it artificially, okay? Um, and that's 
all of these people agree with that. They have, you know, they, they talk about eating a healthy, high-protein breakfast. They talk about doing some semblance of physical activity, whether it's a run or a walk or getting on a treadmill. And they don't, I don't, they don't care. If they have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning because their day starts at 8, they get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And, um, you know, and it could be something as simple as getting out of your bed and doing like four minutes of stretch, stretching, just so that your body realigns. I mean, I watch my cat. Um, one of my cats likes to sleep with me and the other two don't. And Paris, he, no matter what, this, you know, every cat does this, but no matter what, he, the first thing he does, he opens his eyes and he stretches, you know. And they, those cats, they really know because they have to be agile, they have to jump, and they stretch. You know, so stretching and drinking water. You lose a lot of water when you're sleeping. So how is this all, this all sounds like physical. How is this energetic? Well, water is an amplifier of, ener- of energy. And air, what the, mo- uh, you know, spiritual information, energetic information travels on the molecules of oxygen that you take in and that you release. So um, when, you, when you are getting a download of information, uh, a lot of times you'll get it in the shower when you have water and you're breathing deeply because it's like, ah, oh, you know, the nice hot showers, you know, pouring over you. You're cocooned in the shower stall. You close your eyes. You've got that, you know, water pouring down on you. And for those moments, you're kind of at, at oneness, in that space of oneness. But you're also in a little chamber of energetic amplification. You're not only clearing and cleansing, and especially if you program your energy to say, you know, okay, I now allow the shower to clean me both energetically and physically. Like if you start to set tension like that, you'll feel even better. But you're you're kind of cocooned, and so it amplifies the little chamber. And you can get, um, you can even program your shower. To, you know, so when you go to step into that shower in the morning, you can say, you know, I I, I now set intention that in this shower I'm going to get some insight on what to do with X Y Z issue at the office, or what to do with X Y Z. Issue, the issue in my job, you know, or just give me insights or intuitions on, on, on things that I need to be aware of for the day or a solution, divine solution, divine resolution is something that's really kind of bothering me and I'm concerned about. You know, ask it in your shower. Your shower is, is a major little chamber of energetic amplification. When you're on that treadmill or when you're breathing deeply, you know, going for a, a good walk, brisk walk, it's also it's always good to have a dog. When, I, when I'm a German shepherd, of course, he had to go out first thing in the morning because if he didn't, there was a major consequence for him. And he also, you know, when you meet people, when you have a dog, you kind of get out. And um, and if you are going out and you're walking your dog, don't be so worried about, oh, he's sniffing everything, he's not going fast enough. And, you know, like kind of do some mindfulness work. Be with the dog. Don't be on your phone. You know, and that dog, like, lives for those walks with you. You know, go out there and sort of commune with the trees, commune with the energy, um, and, 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 and allow yourself, you know, to take in the morning sounds, the morning sounds of the birds, everybody that's that sort of fresh renewal, the fresh opportunity to create a new day. So, um, when you so so here's a couple of tools. So the first thing is when you wake up in the morning after you sort of recognize who you are, you want to you know you go to the bathroom and all that to kind of get yourself centered. You want to just take a moment to sit down. And I have a special chair in my room. I don't try. I try not to do this in the bed. Sometimes I'm lazy. I have to be honest. And I try to do it in the bed. It's never as effective. But if you go and you kind of give yourself a specific chair that you know, okay, this is where I program myself. You know, and you sit down in that chair and you close your eyes and take a nice deep breath. 
and you just just sit and just allow yourself to connect. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is just put two, your feet flat on the ground, put your hands up with your palms facing up in your lap, and just a few deep breaths. And what you're doing is you're letting your you're shifting yourself over to your higher self, to your energetic self. You're giving your higher self a voice. So we have our physical mind and we have our higher mind. They're supposed to interact with each other, kind of like a figure eight. So if you think of the higher mind, let's just say for the sake of illustration, that's over your head, and then your physical mind is the one that's in your in your head. Okay, and so they can interact with each other, but they both have very distinctive jobs. First of all, the physical mind is not here to give you to know how to do things, to know how things will turn out, or to know how to make something happen that you know you're not that's not in your physical world yet. Your physical mind is there to set the intention and to ask your higher mind for support and help. And it's there to implement the tasks once they're presented as inspired action. But it is not there to sit and try to figure out how how it's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and what is going to happen, and who's going to do what. That's not your physical mind's job. So if you use your physical, mental mind to constantly try to figure it out. You are eliminating, without consulting with your higher mind, you are eliminating 50% of yourself in your problem solving. In your problem solving, what you want to do is consult that higher self, which is why this is why we decided to have this talk today. Down in that chair, what you're doing is saying, okay, higher mind, you're the one who can see, you're like the eyes behind my head, you're the one who's up over, over top of the mountain. I'm down in the valley, trying, you know, in the trenches. You're the one who can see everything. You're the one who has all the solutions and all the, you know, the the various recipes for manifestation for me. And I need a recipe to help me to fix my, you know, cash flow for this week. Or I need a recipe to help me manage through this relationship issue I'm having with my boyfriend and girlfriend. Or I need. Um, a recipe for uh, having the energy to exercise and stick with my diet for today. Or I need a recipe for dealing with some mean things that my mother said to me yesterday that are really kind of still hurting. Or I need a recipe for managing my friendships that are letting me down. Um, Or guidance on should I walk out of that friendship or should I stay in that friendship. Or I need help with sorting out why my cat looks like he's losing weight. You know, all those, whatever it is that's on your mind, okay? And I need protection. Please provide me with protection. If there's a direction I shouldn't go when I'm driving to work today, let me know. I'm open to receive new new directions. I don't want to numb out to my day. I want to stay present. I desire to stay mindful. I desire to experience my day. I don't need to, I don't want to numb out. You know, most of us, we have a way of numbing out. Um, because the issues just stack. And if we're not doing anything to, to sort of create the day from the beginning, they can come at us out of left field. So we start to just cocoon and sort of get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and just wait to, for the annihilation of whatever, the bill or the 
the person who you're trying to avoid or who's coming after you or whatever, and you just get smaller and smaller and smaller. So, you know, first of all, you're sitting down and you're, you're talking to your higher mind and you're saying, I give you permission to support me and show me. Show me the way through signs, symbols, synchronicities, through my excitement, through the, giving me that lift, that light feeling, that, that feeling that a flow. Provide me with that. Let me know the directions that I'm listening today. Because they always are letting you know the directions. Most of the time you're not listening. You're overriding it with your mind, thinking your mind knows better. Your mind does not. Your physical mind does not know better than your energetic mind. Absolutely not. doesn't even have anywhere near the capacity. So you want to start to, have, to work with 100% of you instead of just 50% of you. Okay. The other thing that you want to do, and this is a really powerful energetic exercise, is when you feel yourself getting smaller, and a lot of us do that, we kind of wake up very expanded because in our dream state we are very expanded, not, not even in our bodies. We come back into our bodies. And the longer we're up, the smaller we get because the day starts to go, <laughs> starts to rest. And so it's important that if you're sitting in that chair and you're giving yourself that time, and this doesn't have to be hours, you know, if you have an hour, that's awesome. But, um, you know, I'm talking, if, if you're if you're thinking about it, uh, uh, it could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Um, think about expanding your energy. So we have our auric field. In my book, I talk about the, 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 the different fields of energy around us. But we have this field of energy around us that we can that can we can expand and we can pull in and expand and pull in. And for certain circumstances, you want to expand it out as far as you can, and other circumstances, you want to pull it in really, really close. So if you're going into a situation where you know people are going to be very aggressive or very let's not say aggressive, let's say pessimistic. Okay, they're going to be negative. It's going to be a lot of nitpicking. You know. Uh, you might want to pull your auric field in towards you so that you're sort of more cocooned and more um, focused on, you know, just self-protection. Whereas if you're in an aggressive situation, believe it or not, most of us would think about getting smaller, but it's important to get bigger, to blow your energy out. When somebody's coming after you, yelling at you, whatever, the best thing you can do, instead of yelling back, kind of matching them in that lower vibratory state, before you say anything, whoosh, expand your energy out. Almost like you see like a, a bolt of lightning, like a, bo- a, a ball of light going from a little pinhead to, a, to like the size of the earth. Expand your energy out. And what that does is it, it impresses upon the other person's energy, whoa, you know, she's like bigger than me. You know, he's bigger than me. Like, it's it, it's it's actually very powerful. I've seen, um, I've had a lot of clients who have gone through abusive relationships and they're really, really feeling very disempowered and they're in a room and they're cornered or whatever or the guy is coming after them being very verbally abusive, um, you know, condescending, threatening, you know, just provocative, provocatively threatening, not even necessarily hitting them or anything, but that, that kind of, constant pushing at them and that type of person's on that energy of fear they're, they're looking to create fear so they can suckle on it right put their straw into the into the cup and you know suck on the energy of fear when i've had my clients i tell them when you're in that situation you know obviously get out but while you're still in it you want to expand your energy out 
You don't have to say anything. You don't go, I'm expanding my energy because Mari said, you don't do that. You just expand your energy out. You can do this with a, a, a difficult boss situation. Anybody who's aggressive and you know who's trying to be an energetic vampire, a vampire on your on your um, energy, on your fear, uh, even if you don't say a word, just blow your energy out because it is very natural to want to collapse and get smaller, which then actually lowers your capacity to get more information in because you're shutting yourself down. Okay, When you expand yourself out, you're giving your higher self an even bigger breath of opportunity to give information to you. And everybody is perceiving energy even if they don't know it is. Everybody is perceiving energy even if they don't know they are, rather. So even if that other person has no idea about energy or anything, they're going to sense, whoa, wait a second, something's different here, and back down. And I've had many clients do that. You know, obviously you want to take care of yourself and all that kind of stuff in those types of really abusive situations and get out of it. But that's, you know, when it comes to managing yourself from an energetic perspective, that's a, a major one. So you want to, you know, while you're sitting in your chair, you want to think about, do I need to expand my energy today? Do I need to contract my energy today? Is today kind of like a more nurturing cocooning day or is today a presence day? I'm going to, I'm going to have bigger presence. I'm going to go on a stage. I'm going to be speaking. I'm going to be, you know, interviewing with someone. I'm going to be having, you know, some dynamic meetings. You want to sort of, you know, expand out a little bit. Now, you can expand too much. You know, sometimes people kind of go at this, you know, where they're trying to show off how, you know, how good they are at something or how, you know, uh, maybe you're doing sales and trying to get clients. And sometimes salespeople will expand their energy out so much because they're trying to get you to do something they want you to do. And it becomes a sense then that it backs people off because it comes across as it not only expanded energy, but needy energy or demanding energy. So the people back off, you know, it's like this is natural back off, and then, then the salespeople don't understand why. Because they think if they follow their script, they're saying all the right things, the products have all these great attributes, why doesn't this person want it? And a lot of times it's because their energy is off. So anyway, um, when you're doing your morning ritual, sitting down in your chair and sort of giving yourself that time program and you want to go day part by day part and you want to just say okay take a few nice deep breaths and you want to say okay so from from the morning time till noon time I, I i create this and it may just be that you create a state of energy a state of being you know a creative state of 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 contentment or a state of alertness or a state of awareness or a state of bliss or a state of excitement or a state of creativity or a state of dynamic focus, you know, um, that type of thing. You might just want to create a state as opposed to I will have so-and-so call me and I will get three sales by noon, you know, that, that, like that. You can do that, but a state actually gives your higher mind a lot more to work with because when you're saying I want a state of, uh, you know, you, when you're saying I want a state of uh, uh, awareness or, you know, mental focus, you know, let's say you have to write some articles or something, you want a state of mental focus, that sort of gives your higher mind much more um, opportunity to send you 
number one, that state for you to take on that state, but number two, those really great ideas, you know, kind of those muse type ideas, those, those what feels like a download for you instead of a ratcheting. You know, sometimes I'm really tired. And I'm like, oh, God, i got to write the show for this week or whatever. And every time I go at it like that, I, you know, it doesn't, I don't get anything. So I've learned I'm just going to do what we call follow the energy. And sometimes I follow the energy and it's all the way till you know, 11 o'clock Monday night. <laughs> and I say, oh, there it is. Sometimes I'll get it on Thursday the week before. But it's always, the download for the show always comes in a state of receptivity and a state of communion with the energy. Because my bigger energy is reading all of your energy, saying, okay, community need, what would be best for the community energetically? And then, you know, what's available in my field to help you with, to, to support, to, you know, present? And then it sort of, then it downloads. Okay, so you want to follow the energy. That's what we call that, following the energy. So you get out of bed or you, you know, and you, you immediately say, okay, today I create my day. Today I am programming my day for either state of being or if you have specific goals that you need to accomplish for that day, then you're going to start to program them. And you want to say, one of my favorite phrases, there's two, two favorite phrases. One is, I'm in the right place at the right time, meet all the right uh, people, for amazing new opportunities. I'm in the right place at the right time meeting all the right people for amazing new opportunities. That's one. Um, When I get stuck and I feel kind of exhausted with um, not being able to figure something out, it's usually because I'm in my mental mind, which doesn't ever, isn't able to really figure things out, and I need to consult with my higher mind, which can figure things out very quickly, um, and send me through signs, symbols, and synchronicities, lines of excitement, what feels sort of exciting or, ha- you know, lifted to follow. Um, when I consult with them, I'll say divine solution, divine resolution. Divine solution, divine resolution. Divine solution, divine resolution. So that's something like I'll just say a little mantra over and over again. And then I just, when I get tired of saying it, I stop. And then I just leave it alone. Okay. And so that, those are those are two. Then there's another one. It's a question. It was um, one of my favorite questions from my friend Dane. He said uh, he always says, "What must I be, know, receive, and perceive to have whatever this thing is I desire?" So, what must I be, know, receive, and perceive to create this, have this, or for this situation to work out? You know, what are you fill in your own blank. But that what must I be know, receive, and perceive is literally asking your higher mind for its guidance in how do I need to shift in order to get this thing that I'm desiring. Okay? Be what must I be, know, receive, and perceive to be in perfect alignment with the inflow of cash flow for my mortgage. You know? What must I be, know, receive, and perceive to be in perfect alignment to sort out, you know, this particular um, financial situation, okay? No one can predict your financial situation but you. Finances flow with you. 
And so one of the things that's really important, I know a lot of people wake up and that's the first thing they're thinking about is money. And if you're getting small, numbing out, sort of letting your day loose on its own, you know, like you wouldn't take your dog out on a, uh, you know, without a leash into, you know, the neighborhood where there's traffic and there's other dogs and cats and all kinds of stuff. You, you put the thing on a leash, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, that you know, some people are mavericks, but you know, you've got a Rottweiler. You know that thing can eat up anything. You know, you're not going to let them loose. You're going to put them on a leash. So you want to. It's kind of the same thing with yourself. So um, the what must I be, no receive and perceive. What must I be? Because you have to take on that beingness. That's what we've been talking about for weeks now with the parallel, becoming that person you wish to be. What must I know? So is there any information I'm needing to know? What must I receive? Because there's certain times you just don't have the answer because it hasn't been given to you yet. And what must I perceive? Meaning, what must I be open to noticing? What must I be, know, receive, and perceive to achieve this? Okay. Or to have this outcome. Um, excellent way to get yourself moving throughout your day. Now, once you do um, once you do uh, that piece and you found the program, then it's a matter of you know, you can do guided meditations. I love guided meditations. Or you can just sit peacefully, and then once you feel you're ready to get up and move on, then you get up and move on. Movement of any sort, whether it's walking or exercising or anything like that, is an excellent way to get things moving for you, not just physically but energetically as well because it creates a whole cocktail of hormonal, you know, goodies um, to sort of support you with, you know, your serotonin and all those different, you know, neurological things. So that can also ward off anxiety and sort of give you that centeredness. Also, you're taking in so much oxygen, so you're actually getting downloads of information energetically. Really great thing. So I find it interesting to um, see people who aren't necessarily what we would consider to be spiritual, at least they're not publicly saying they are. They're not presenting themselves as like, you know, a spiritual guru. But they're they're what we would think of as non-spiritual practices like diet and exercise and those things are really energetically, tuning them in energetically. Okay? So, um, and so the last thing I'll say about this is also when you're eating, Make sure that you know, like eating protein and getting your blood sugar balanced is, is really is really good. Um, anything that has a vibration to it is even better. So eating that fresh fruit, drinking alkalized water, um, just really thinking about what food is going to amplify my ability to receive my intuitive energy, and what food is going to shut it down. I'm not saying don't eat meat or don't eat you know these other things that people say oh you know I shouldn't have, but Really, when you're starting your day, give yourself a fighting chance, and you know, you know, follow your own guidance. But really, think about: is this going to support me energetically today, or is this going to start to shut me down before I even get started, send me into a fog? Is this is this a tool to numb me out, or is this a tool to enlighten me? And that food is a tool. 
Okay, so you put those together and you start to flow. Now, let's assume that you did all this and your and your day's starting off pretty good and you know, start to, you get some synchronicities, you take a different way to work, you realize, Oh my gosh, if I'd gone the other way I would have been in a car accident and I avoided that. You know, boss is nicer than normal and all those kind of things, you know, whatever. But then something kind of derails you or you start to, you know, you start to think about something that isn't solved. And, you know, 4 o'clock and you're like, oh. And you can do this by day parts. But one of the ways to write yourself when you kind of get off down, going down kind of a negative tangent is to start to tell yourself a story out loud. So what I'll do is I'll get down in, you know, one of these spins, you know, all this political negative friends, whatever, and I just start feeling bad and, you know, I start feeling sorry for myself and everything, and I'll say, okay, stop. Just stop. Let's think about this. And the thing that gets me to pivot is the phrase, you're closer than you think. I always tell myself, you're closer than you think. Even though you don't know the solution yet, you're closer than you think. You know, your higher mind knows it already. It already exists. There's nothing that has to be created. You're just making a choice. You're choosing from a catalog of choices that already exist. You're closer than you think. And just that, you're closer than you think, which is very well encoded with hopeful energy, just that unlocks that doom feeling, right? It also kicks out neural receptors that are positive. It starts to kick out hormones that are more nurturing, nourishing. It also just expands your energy out, and it gives permission to your higher self to say, I'm closer than I think. Bring me the rest of the way. Okay? And I start telling my, myself a story. I start telling myself a story of, you know, uh, three days ago when I was really stressed out about this, I remember walking and telling myself I'm closer than I think. I, I see myself telling a friend about today, three days from now. So what I do is I start to like tell the story as if it was three days, three days from now, and this is all solved now. Like, oh, I was so confused back on you know, Tuesday, but, you know, oh, I can't believe it, Friday, by Friday, you know, it's Friday and I'm feeling like so much better, I was, everything was going to hell in a handbasket on Tuesday and now it's like, it's all, it's it's really worked itself out so miraculously, I mean, how could I have ever known, I mean, how cool is that, it's just, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, I start to tell myself that story and I'll just walk around, I'll be in the car and just like, when I feel myself tanking, I'll just say, you're closer than you think, da 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 think about this, and I'll start to, and you know what that does? It pivots you. It pivots you. You know, you can go into, you don't know, Esther Hicks calls them rampages of appreciation. You know, oh, I love the trees. Oh, I love the, the grass. Oh, the, the sun is beating on my face. Whatever whatever it is. If that does it for you, that does it for you. But what you have to do is you have to pop yourself out of that downward spiral, and you have to store yourself up out of it. Because that story, believe it or not, is a command to the energy. You're literally programming the energy of how you want it to be. You're literally um, picking a new parallel. You're literally saying, okay, you know, because we're never fixing anything linearly in, in this one life, in this one sort of state of being. We're always picking parallels. We're picking the next parallel. So if you have a business that's going wayward, 
and you're trying to fix it within that one linear way. Okay, my business is going down, my business is going down, my business is going down. How do I fix it? How do I fix it? How do I fix it? Oh, I need a psychic to tell me how to fix it. No, you don't. You need to pick different parallel where it's already fixed. Step into that. And how do you do that? Choose it. Okay, I'm stepping into the parallel where it's already fixed, and how does it look? And start to focus on how it looks and say, you know, I'm closer than I think. I just picked a new parallel where this is really cool now. This has all worked itself out. I, it's amazing. Just a few days ago, I picked parallel. Now, it's all worked out. You know, I'm meeting new people. I've got this new client. I blah, 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 blah. And you've chosen the new direction. You're not waiting for someone to tell you what choice you're going to make at the end of the month or the end of the year or whenever you're going to make the choice to finally let yourself fix it. Okay? And life isn't happening to us. It's not already predestined to just sort of build all over you. It's you're choosing second by second by second, parallel by parallel by parallel. And as you do this programming your energy at the beginning of your day, you're literally choosing parallel that are conducive with what you desire to happen as opposed to just not consciously choosing and then you're just, you're still choosing, but if you're not consciously choosing, you're just choosing based on reacting. So it's like, oh, he did me wrong. Oh, and you're going down these things. So it's like, and you're choosing parallels but you're choosing from the lower register of your catalog of choice. You're choosing all the negative stuff because that's what you're focusing on, okay? So I'm going to end there with that. I see that a lot of you have been waiting on the lines to talk. So I'm going to switch over now to take a few calls. And if you've been sitting waiting, thank you um, for your patience. And let's and if, and get back to your phone if you've been multitasking so that if we stop by and open the line, you are there. And, um, okay, so the first person is Laura from Ohio. Hi, Laura. Hi. Hi. Thanks for waiting so long. <laughs> How, How are you? It was a pleasure to hear you, yeah. Oh, good. Good. What's your question? Yeah, uh, and, um, yeah my question is about... Um, uh, a couple of job interviews um uh, I had one last week, and now I'm having one tomorrow I'd like to know if <laughs> any of those two are gonna work out for me or yeah so which one do you want? Uh, I think the one tomorrow <laughs> it gives me a better you know, vibes, I don't know. Okay, so you need to know and you need to focus because this is this is when we're talking about energetic empowerment. Your energy, yes. just the way you ask that question, is completely disempowered. It's like something's going to happen to me as opposed to I'm making a choice hmm. for that, okay? So hmm. okay. Uh, if I tell, give you a reading on... It based on the energy that you have right now, which is like something's going to happen to me, all I'm doing is reading where your choice is directing. Okay? Okay. It, it feels to me like the one that's going to happen tomorrow is a better fit for you. You, Even though you've just said that, it does feel that way. It feels lighter. However, yeah. 
It also feels like there's another one coming up if you choose to program your energy and really be honest with yourself. You will switch yourself into a parallel where you can have something better than both of these two. And that can happen in the next two weeks. Wow. Okay, so you but you need to step up and choose it. As opposed to, Oh, I need to get over my bills. Oh, I don't know what's gonna happen. That's <laughs> it's not working. And you've outgrown that. And that's why they're talking to you kind of sternly like this, is you've outgrown that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be listening to this level of show at this point if you hadn't outgrown it. Okay? So um, you you will land on your feet, but it's not just about landing on your feet. Don't you want to thrive? You want to love it. You want to explode your energy forward, not just, oh, okay, well, you know, then I'll stay here for a little while, see what I can do. Maybe I'll save some money. I don't know. What's going to happen to me? No. Okay, so okay. listen to the podcast. I'm glad you're laughing. That's a good sign because you know that's a, that's like a sign. There's some truth in all of what we're saying here. Um, there's a third yeah. one. Okay, so I do think that actually it feels like you're going to get three offers, but that third one is going to be the one that would make your heart sing. Choose it. Write it down. Write down what you really desire, and then say, "I'm choosing the parallel where this exists." Higher mind, take me further. Because what happens is you can write down the exact job you want, what you really want. Your higher mind is saying, thank God she finally listened to us, because it's actually channeling that that idea to you. And then your higher mind is going to take it a whole other level further into something better than you can even think of. But you have to give it permission to do that. So I'm going to leave it at that. I hope that's helped a bit. And um, it feels yeah. like you have three things coming up. Okay, Laura? Thank you very much. You make me so happy, and I'm going to follow yeah. your your advice. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Good luck to you. Have a great night. <laughs> that was funny. That's cute. I love that. Um, okay, we have Dana in Florida. Hi, Dana. Is she there? Hi, Mari. How are you? Uh, I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. That's good. What's your question? My question was I was I was when I got on the call I was feeling very constricted and I realized that I was numbing out because I too was dreading Monday. Uh-huh. And it was because I felt that I was just overwhelmed with so many things coming at me and I was constricting which of course is the opposite of receiving and allowing so I was spiraling tighter and yes. tighter. Yes. The So the, go ahead. The information that you gave me with that morning ritual on how to open up and expand, is there is there such a thing as expanding too much? Um, depending on the situation, you can expand too much. If, let's say, for instance, um, you go into uh, a very aggressive room, like let's say you're going into a, a very aggressive political rally. <laughs> very timely. And that would be a place where you want to pull your auric field in. Like if okay. you were in New York City, um, or if you're in a place where you know you need to kind of be, kind of keep your energy close to the vest, it's kind of a, for, it's a fortifying energy. When you put yourself out there like that, or if you're going into a place where there's a lot of negativity or aggressive people, you want to pull your energy in so that you're not losing your, you know, mixing as deeply with your arc field with their arc field. Okay, so but in the exercise that we're talking about. For the morning, for the morning time, 
no, you can't really go too far. Okay. Um, when you're by yourself and you're programming your energy, what you're doing is the further out you go, the more solutions are available to you, right? Because you're literally blanketing the world with your energy. You're showing your light. You're showing up to your higher self. You're actually reconnecting with your higher self. And when you connect with your higher self, you recognize that your higher self is bigger than the earth. That your your genuine, your true energetic self is way bigger than the planet. So when you expand out into that, you're just saying, I'm, I'm coming back into my full totality in a conscious way so that I can receive from that totality the wisdom that it has for me to navigate within my physical body, which is like a little symbol in this giant size ball of energy the size of Earth. Okay, so it's not, a lot of people think your soul is in your body and the body is the biggest thing, but it's actually your body's within the soul of you, the big version of you, the big energetic version of you. And so you want to have as much access to that overarching energy as possible. But when you are in, you know, a, let's say you're also, or you're with a negative friend, or you're with a, you know, you go into a room and you were feeling great, and then you get in with all these, and you all of a sudden you go into the room and it's like, whoosh, you know, like everything. Right. You know it's not you. Pull your aura right. field in. That's not where you want to be extroverted with, extroverted with your aura field. If you're in a situation where you have to protect yourself, like an aggressive situation, like I said, you know, abusive person or whatever, you can pop your aura field out and they back up. It's a fascinating I've done it. It's fascinating to see how people back up when mm-hmm. you pre- present that bigger version of you. But, you you know, it's just like anything else. You're not going to go uh, punch the depressed person, but you might pull your arc field in, but you're not going to go let the aggressive person beat you up. You're going to push your arc out. It, it's really um, based on the circumstance. Mm-hmm. I think I think you get that. Right, right. But in answer to your question, no, you can't really go too far out when you're sitting and doing your programming of your day, no. Okay, and that's, so if you're, in a creative, if you're in a creative mode, what's the the, the best way to create? Because you were talking about going to your higher mind and saying, take me further. Yeah. In the creative mode, which is wonderful, is a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Um, what I like to do is I like to see my higher mind almost coming like a funnel of light from above me down all the way through me into the earth because that's kind of the connection of as above, so below. And then just seeing that energy sort of flow through, just like this flowing energy. You can also call on Archangel Gabriel for any kind of creative work, especially any kind of like writing, drawing, all that kind of stuff. Um, You can call in a band of angels for creativity. You can call in a band of fairies. Fairies are muses, and they're awesome for that. There's special bands of fairies just for as muses to kind of give you that creative, you know, um, inspiration. But... When it, as far as like a, a kind of a vision for creativity, I always used to also see a column of light, and they're showing this to me for you, a column of light coming through your crown chakra, like through your head, and coming mm-hmm. down through um, your heart chakra and then out through your hands. So as you're writing or drawing or doing whatever it is you're doing, even if you're dancing or playing tennis or whatever, it's still that same kind of similar energy, you want to get to that flow. You want to see that light coming down going not only just in your head and your thought process of the how and the technical, but through your heart and then out. Because creativity is all about sharing the heart energy. Okay. Okay. Now, the other distinction they're saying, too, which I hadn't thought about, but they're showing me this, I'll just let you know. They're also saying you can pull up from your heart, from your root chakra, from the earth as you're doing that. And then, so, like, let's say you're going to be writing a book. 
Mm-hmm. You would pull down the energy from above your head, so that's the as above energy, through the upper chakra, through the heart chakra, and out through your hands. But you can also pull from the from the so below energy from the earth, which is going to come up through the lower chakras, which is the root chakra, which is getting paid for that creativity, which is mm-hmm. the sacral chakra, which is the creative chakra itself, and the solar plexus, which is your confidence, your will center, and you push all of that. You're pulling this to above and below through the middle, which is your hand, out mm-hmm. onto that page. And what you're doing is now you're connecting up all of the energy. So you're not just working from the upper register or just from the lower register. And it will go very, very nicely. It will flow very, very nicely. We actually do that um, without knowing it. Mm-hmm. When you're like, you get into that full flow and you're like, whoa, I lost track of time. I know I was channeling um, some, we're going to be on this big telesummit in a few weeks, and um, I was I channeled like four new recordings for stuff. And I said, okay, you know, of course it's with me. It's like midnight. And I'm like, oh my God, i got to get this done. I'm on deadline. And I sat down the channel to say, okay, this is only going to be five minutes, going to be five-minute meditation. You know, each came out in 25 minutes, and it felt like I was recording for two minutes. I opened right. my eyes and said, whoa, what happened? Because it transcends time. There is no time anyway, but it transcends it. You know, that energy transcends it. And that's what you're really looking for in your creative endeavors is the transcendent energy. So I right. hope that's helpful. I'm going to have to jump off, but I hope that Yes, that's thank you helpful. very much. You yeah, are thank so you. welcome. All right, take care. Have a great night. Thanks for calling in. She had great questions. I know my producer's going to be really happy about that. Okay, so, well, we have got to the end of yet another AHA Moments radio show. Um, we will be back here same time next week. If you'd like a reading with me one-on-one, uh, make sure you go to the site, theahaway.com, and grab one of the remaining spots for the spring readings. And we, I guess that's it for today. Stay focused on this energy thing. Lead with your energy first. That's living the aha way. And that's what we're going to be talking about going forward is, is really how to incorporate this stuff into everyday life on a regular, consistent basis. So we will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great week. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.